For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. Ah, just, just coming off a bye. Just feeling refreshed. I don't know about you. Are you feeling refreshed? I mean, I'm feeling good, but I didn't get a new tan like you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers pod on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Hopefully, I'll work on my tan some more come December. That's another another topic for another day. Uh, look. If you enjoy the show, feel free to continue to subscribe, rate, and review located wherever you find your podcast. Uh, hit us up on social media. I'm at rhaylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. It's midterms. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Your boy was never a good student, but I can... I was decent really? at taking tests. I was decent mm-hmm. at taking... Unlike you, you're, you're, you are an exceptional student. Um, I, I was never really that guy, but, I, but I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay at taking tests. Anyways, it's midterms now for these nines. We got some grades to hand out, Ed. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And you, and you, and I think you just downplay things. You, you always get into this self-deprecating mode when you start talking about yourself um, and talking about your accomplishments. But no, I, I know you are. I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I, I, I wasn't great at school. I'm gonna give you two reasons. Okay, let me hear it. Basketball and girls. And not always in that order. But basketball and girls are always there. I played basketball, and I'm pretty sure there were girls in school when yeah, I was there. That, but you also were able to multitask. All my attention. Well, I got it. I, I, I got it. I, I could always come. Well, school, I, I mean, it's – I see, I don't understand that because if you played sports, and because you played sports, you would lock in on the things that were necessary – for you to be good at sports, right? Okay. There, there, there's a rhythm to it. There, there's a technique to to score, shooting a basketball. There's a technique to hitting a foot a, a free throw. There was practice putting to dribbling and all the things that you did. You know, footwork and everything. It's the same thing with school. There's a method to it. There, there's a there's a routine to how the information uh, falls in place. And, th- and the same way I looked at it, and, and the way you look at it, when a coach is teaching you something, what do you do? You pay attention to what the coach is saying, and you're like, okay, I'm going to take his example. I'm going to take his words. I'm going to put them into action uh, because if he's doing it that way, if I do it that way, it'll work. That's the same thing. I, that's the same way I always looked at class. If the person standing in front of me knows it, then that means it can be learned. So all I have to so so you you see what I'm saying? It's not impossible. I already know it's not impossible to learn because the person in front of me already knows it. Already knows it. Yeah. So since they know it, that means I can learn it. So regardless of what it, the material is, it's just a question of the the method in which you put it together. It's the same way you learn. You play football. It, there's a there's a you know there's a you you get in the matrix. And, and there are certain angles. So it's leverage and angles and all this stuff. You know, I told you this before in the pod, before the pod, after the pod, whatever. I don't have to run a 4-2 to be able to cover a guy who runs a 4-2. No. 
So it's about the leverage and the angle that I take to be there the same time the ball is going to be at whatever position it's going to be in. So it's just learning the math. It's geometry. Playing the secondary is geometry. There you go. Geometry. Yeah. So, you know, they say they say students that didn't do well in algebra do well in geometry and vice versa. I was the exception to that rule. (laughs) What you what you did poorly in both. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking you're talking to him. You're talking to the exception. (laughs) I don't know, man. Only two classes I ever had to take in, in summer school. Algebra two. And geometry. Yeah, no, that's that's funny, man. Those that's, are facts. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was so that's always been my thing when it comes to learning information. It's just a person that it depends on who is giving me the, the information. So school, that's what I'm saying. School was easy because I had a I had a human being standing in front of me. Yeah, I think school so. came easy to me. I think the reason I struggled is because I didn't necessarily try as hard. We all make choices, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you I put more effort into other things besides school. I did, en- I did enough in school to keep myself out of trouble. That's true. And see, and I was, I grew up in a house where it wasn't an option. Yeah. I, I it, it wasn't an option to get bad grades. It was just, it was, you were expected. And so I, I, it was always instilled in me that you're, you're supposed to get A's. That, that's just the way, that was just the way it was. And um, so because of that, and because my dad always, you know, that's, that's all, that's all I ever heard. That's all my siblings did is like, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. So it was just like, figure out my routine. And I, and I was always mad. And like I said, school didn't even come. I don't do, why are we talking about this? But this is the last well, thing. Because, because we're handing out midterms. That's how we got there. That's right. That's, that's how right. we got there. So how, how many A's are we going to hand out for this Niner squad? We'll get to that in just one sec. But as always, yeah. we want to remind you that the show is brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Basketball, of course, is back. You're going to have to cut so much. Bet, bet, oh, no, they're going to get all of this. Bet Online <laughs> remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. They're going to get my trials and tribulations in school, my ups and downs, why I am the exception to the rule. Uh, they're going to get all of that. Uh, but as always, find the latest odds at Bet Online, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use your promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. See you, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, I, I said they're going to get all – look, this is why – you know, the listeners of this pod love this pod because they get authenticity. That, that's yeah. all we know how to be. Or or rants. I mean, however. And and with authenticity come rants from time to time. You're absolutely yeah. right about it. Sometimes we just got to reel it in, you know. But we uh we, we talked about life choices. So you guys yeah. can rag on me all you want. Uh, I mean, I mean, both of us. That's what they'll rag on. But, like, I mean, you're, they're they're going to be like, what, what, what are they talking about? You're a scholar and an NFL and a professional athlete. Uh, there, there's no, there's not, there's not room for, uh, for. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know. Yeah, anyway. that, you, let's, excel let's at, you excel let's at the highest levels in both arenas. Let's so there's, there's not much 
much wiggle room there. So uh, look, Niners are four and four, and they've had, I don't know if they've had this entire time to read their press clippings and, and, and and hear and read people talk about just how great they are and how they are you know, ascending Super Bowl contenders, this, that, or the other. Like, I've had the opportunity to listen to ever since uh, the end of that Rams game going into the bye. That's that's all I've heard for the course of the last, you know, week or so during this bye. So not sure how much that is infiltrated into the locker room or their own individual uh, minds as they've migrated back to Santa Clara this week to get ready for the Chargers coming up on Sunday Night Football. We're going to get into that, ED's keys as well. But before that, Time to hand out some grades. All right, we're going to go offense, defense. We're going to go by position group, right? Uh, so here we go. Midterms, midseason grades for the Niners. We'll just start quarterback first. And I'm going to write this stuff down or type it just to keep a tab of, of where we are. Okay. Uh, so you'll go first, ED, and then I will go. I shall go second. We'll just start uh, Start offensively. You got to start right there at uh, QB at quarterback position. What would you grade the quarterback position? I'll give it a C. Ooh, okay. I'll give the QB position a C. That's that's it. I mean, you're looking at number one thing you're graded on um, as a quarterback is wins. Mm-hmm. So we can put a lot of other things into place, and we can talk about um, plays made, plays not made, all of these, all of those scenarios, um, calls. Um, but at the end of the day. Um, the heaviest weight on you is a four and four record. You can't get more average than that. So I'm, and you know, I combine that with some of the play that I've seen. I'm going to give you a C. That's that's the best grade I can give you. I agree with that. I, I'll give you a C. I think the quarterback play has been subpar at best. Uh, and this is this is even obviously with ten taken over, right? I mean, he's played the majority of the snaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team obviously is average at four and four going into the bye. I think once 10 took over, there was this expectation that all of a sudden this team was going to ascend to the top of the uh, NFC West and expectations were going to change. All of a sudden it didn't become about, oh, okay, maybe we can make it to the playoffs. It became about, oh, this is a team that could take six. And so far through the first eight games of the season, we have not really seen that in its totality. We've seen it in bits and pieces here and there, but I would agree um, I would say C, and I think that's being generous mm-hmm. considering the quarterback has given up four points this season. Um, running back. Uh, running back position. <clears throat> oh, running back position. I'm going, wow, C minus? C minus, I, and I think that's being generous. Uh, the offense is built around the running game, and um, you're just not able to get anything generated from that position. Now, also, you got to take into account the injury. So that's why I'm going to give you a C minus and, and keep it there. Um, and I'm, you know, taking in account that you, you lost Elijah Mitchell, the guy that you were expecting to be the, the weight bearer. So and there we go. That's why that's where they're at right now, even with, you know, with the addition of uh, Christian McCaffrey. I'll, I will. Uh... What you got? I'm going to scare now. I'll go a little bit higher than the C minus. I'll, I'll just go C. I, I think you add the injuries. I think the O-line play hasn't been great as well. I think that factors in. I think the quarterback play hadn't been great either. So that factors in. So I, I'll go C. Um, average at best. Oh. 
at best. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver. Um, wide receiver position. See, this is a hard one for it's me. It's a tough one, right? Uh, because I think you have B wide receivers, but I but you got to add in the quarterback play, which takes them down because the guys can't you can't catch the ones that's not coming to you. You know that that's it. I, I mean that that's a major part of what's happening. I think the wide receiver position is fine. I I think that Ayuk and and Debo are good receivers. I, I just got to, I got to factor in and, and I'm not going to, I'm, I, it's hard. I know the numbers aren't there, but I know they're good players. And I know that they make plays and they produce when given the opportunity. There's not getting an opportunity. Um, and that goes to quarterback and play calling. So people think this might sound weird, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to give those guys a B. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I like what, I like where you went there with B. I'm going to go, Kind of for the same things that you said, I'm going to go B minus. Uh, I I think we've I think B A has played well. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Debo has been there in spurts. Uh, I mean, we've seen a little bit of Jennings here and there. I I think there's more to be had from the wide receiving group. Um, I agree. That's not just those guys, right? You're factoring. You got to factor in some of the other guys as well. Yes. Uh, uh, like a Ray Ray, right? I mean, there's some plays that that's been left out there on the field. And so yes, I guess when yes. you put all that together, I'll go B minus. So that, that's slightly above the quarterback play, um, but, you know, not too far off. So I'll, I'll go B minus there. You went B, I'll go B minus. Uh, offensive line. Offensive line. I feel better about the offensive line than you do. Yeah. Um, because I don't you make it seem like that they are the reason. And I don't think that's the case. I, I but again, you're four and four team. And I, I know I'm sounding like a broken record on this, but it's a, it's a, it's an average offense. It best is an, you know, see, it's an average line, um, average offense. That's, that's what they're showing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I could, I could go into and give a little bit more on it, but it, it's, there's no reason for me to, to fluff up a seat. Yeah, I I'll go C minus there. I think you're right. I, you are a little bit higher on them on them than I am. I, I think I will factor in a couple things as well, right? You got some experience at the center position, uh -huh. and then you also have some games where you missed your best player, right? And and Trent. And so you factor in all those things mm -hmm. in. I think they've left some stuff out there yeah. during this first half of the season. Well, see, but I'm gonna factor it even if you factor it. See, that's what I'm saying. Even if you look at it, even when Trent's out there, the line's not great. Not great, no. So that's what I'm saying. Nothing's been great. The running game hasn't been great. I don't know if you'd say the protection has been great. Hasn't been bad. The running game hasn't been bad. It's not poor play. It's just it's just average. Well, I think the entire group, the entire offensive unit, mm -hmm. I think against Seattle, you would agree, played well, right? Maybe yes. the best game of the season, right? Oh, one that, out of seven. That looked, yeah, that's one out of seven, right? So, so, so yeah, if you, if so that wouldn't even be average. If you say that's where the bar was, <laughs> yes. right? They haven't gotten close to that the rest no. of the way, right? No. Um, maybe, maybe in the second half against the Rams, but not for the the entire game, right? Um, so there's there's been a there's been a lot there's a lot there's there's been a lot left to to for the imagination if you will right and yeah, so you, you just haven't you haven't seen any consistent seen play it. you haven't seen where it, where you you get um a game in which series after series things are going well 
to where a, a, the opposing team has to prevent them from doing well. It's like they normally, you know, stub their own toe. Or when you say, like, you see the Seattle game, you can't do it week after week. And that's what a really good football team does. A, a, a good team is going to go series after series, and then you're going to go week after week. And the good organizations do it season after season, year after year. That, that's that's what makes you great. And they and they can't they can't seem to put together a string of really good games that well they didn't the first half. And that's that's why we're giving them these C's. Yeah, left to be desired is I think is what I was looking for. The phrase yeah. that I was looking for. Uh, let's go tight ends. What you got for the tight end group? Um, wow, D at best. D, but as in dog. Uh, yeah, yes. Wow. Okay. We're way yes. off on this. I mean, the, you got an all pro. You, so this is the thing. Your standard at the tight end position is all pro football. Um, you're not getting all pro football um, from your tight end position. You're, you're not even close to all pro football at your tight end position. Now, I know what I'm going to hear probably is that when he's blocking really, really well and he's doing all of that, it's great. There ain't a tight end on planet Earth that's ever made the Pro Bowl for his blocking. Okay. I'm not – yes, he's a good blocker. We already talked about the fact that his blocking is adding to an average at best offensive line, correct? Mm-hmm. So how is that elevating anything? So he, so he's blocking really, 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 really great, kicking ass, and the unit is, is average because that, that becomes a part of the offensive line that we've already graded, that we both agree is a C. You say C minus. So I don't even think it's remotely close to the level of expectation at that position. That's D for me. See, I look at this different than you do. You always I, do. I, I see. I see what you're saying. I, I do see what you're saying, but we're way off on this. Like way off. You, yeah, you, you give them a D. I'll give them a B. Okay. I actually think this has been the best performing unit on the offense. Now, granted. Oh, wait, hold up. The, the bar has been uh, you got an all pro tight end right like I, I give you that right um similar to how i'm not going to penalize the wide receivers for the lack of targets i, got I don't it. Think I can necessarily penalize 85 for the lack of targets right okay um, okay but I, I, I think he's done a good job of catching the ones that come to him as you mentioned as well i think dwelly has uh done a pretty decent job as well and in the blocking game, I, I think you know they, they they've contributed in that in that aspect as well. So I, the fact that the numbers aren't there, just like the wide receiver position, or actually even more than the wide receiver position, because I think there has to be more. You have to be more intentional about getting eighty five involved. Uh, if you're Kyle, I'm, I don't know that I can blame them for Kyle if that makes any okay. sense, right? And and I don't know that. I don't know why it has to be that way in terms of the intentionality, but it seems like with Kittle, for whatever reason, it has to be more intentional from Kyle's standpoint to be able to get him involved. And it seems like we've been having the same conversation for the last one and a half seasons, right? Basically since the end of actually last two seasons, probably right. Two and a half seasons now, right? I mean, 19, he was awesome. 2020 injuries. He was a part of that last year. We talked about it the whole season long for the most part. And then here we are now. Um, and and the games where he shows up in the passing game, particularly Kittle, it's what? Those first 15. 
Um, yeah, and then those first 15 is like, what, one or two catches? Yeah. Um, it's one or two catches. And um, how many games has he missed this year? He missed the opener against Chicago. I believe he was what, back two in games? there. Is it two or three? Seattle. I believe he was back in there against Seattle. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, I, I love I love the fact that I love the fact that you um, lower your standards <laughs> based on based on position or player because that's what you just did that, that you truly did you you truly said I, I I lowered my standards well that's exactly what you said and like you like I'm I'm going to I'm going to look at this different he, he missed he missed the Seattle game as well so he, he's okay he played, I thought he missed a couple of games he played, six, he's so. played in six so they I thought so and I was going to so like you lower your standard um because you're basically saying I I know that you are an all pro but what I'm going to say is that you're not playing all pro ball because that's how you started this off. Now I can blame their things and we'll get to the coaching staff, but Kyle is not the reason that you're missing time on the field. Um, and, and I think I, I still think get open mm. in some situations, get open because you're not always open. He's not the same guy. The tight end is open on every play. What do you mean? Let you tell it. So that's all I'm saying. So I went, and it's okay. So you say B, we're way off on this. You we're way give, off on this. One. You give them a B, and I'm still trying to see how how you you started off because I if A is all pro, um, which his standard, and you got him at a B. I don't see how he's remotely anywhere near a shell of what I've seen his all pro seasons look like. I don't, I don't even think it's close to it. And I mean, that's he's, what, he's and not an A plus. And like, all pro I, season would be an A plus, right? He's, okay, not, so he's that's, not a B plus either. He's okay. Like smack that. So you put it, but I mean, but I'm, but a bro, bro, you and I both know a, a so A plus and B. I, I mean, they're not on the same block, but they're in the same neighborhood. He ain't in the same neighborhood. In my opinion, right now, and see that's what I'm saying. You're lowering your standard because you're basing your standard on everybody else's play right now, as opposed to the standard he set. And remember, I told you that's what that's what that's the difference. And, that, and that's I'm just saying this is what I was taught as a Niner, dude. This is who we are. This is what we do. This is the expectation. Don't be afraid to be great. Guy McIntyre just said all the time, don't be afraid to be great. Because you know what happens? When you do something great, that's your standard. That's what we expect you to do now. You can't come back. You don't get to come back from that. We don't get, we don't, we no longer judge you by what you were before the greatness. That's you shown. This is the level you play at. What do we talk about all the time when we talk about um when we talk about um Jason Verrett? Oh, we're like Jason Verrett get gets back to that level. Yeah. We don't say if he can just come in and be a solid backup and all this stuff. Yeah. We're like Jason Verrett gets back to his all pro level. That's the standard. That's the expectation. So that's what I'm saying. You lowered your standard for the tight end position because you're giving a mulligan to an all pro. I don't do that. That's all I'm saying. And because I don't see all pro ball. I don't even see close to it. That's why I went deep. But we can move on. Just me.
<laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, we're giving out midseason grades here for the 49ers. We just went through the offense. We'll go through the defense as well. That one coming up after this from ButcherBox. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, ED. So we just went through the entire offense. We handed yeah. out our, our mid-season grades. For quarterback, we both gave a C. Running back, you gave a C-, minus. I gave a C. Wide receiver, you went B, I went B-. minus. Uh, O-line, you went C, I went C-. minus. Tight end, we're in different stratospheres. You gave yep. a D, as in dog. I gave a B, as in boy. Uh, here we go, defensive side of the ball now. Let's go D-line. But keep going. <laughs> Where are we at on the D-line, ED? Uh, D-line? Uh, D-line, um, man, I want to go B+. Plus. B+, plus. again, you're four and four. So I can't, I, nobody gets A's, um, but the D line um, with and without um, Bosa has still been exactly what they're supposed to be. It's the strongest unit on the team. Uh, you would expect them to be able to sort of be the tone setter um, um, and, and be consistent. And I think it's been one of the more consistent, I think it's been the most consistently high unit on the team even with the injuries yeah I'll, i will i will agree with you on that one we both go b plus there I, I think everything you said and then you add in the fact that this team you know has been without ken law has been without armstead who mm-hmm. i mean you can write him in an ink you know every year prior to this uh he's been out of the lineup as well and then you know obviously bosa has missed some time too so yep. you're talking about some stalwart some starters on that uh on, on that defensive front and this well, team foundation those are foundation yeah. pieces not foundation just pieces, right yes. and and yet you're still um you're still leading one of the best packs in the national football league so i think mm-hmm. we both go b plus there linebacker core where what do you got there um linebacker core that's another b unit for me it's a, it's a b unit um you have because now i'm gonna look at it you have a, a pro bowl you got an all pro playing there uh, I don't think I think this his standard, Fred Warner, the standard that he has set, the standard that he's, that he's played, he's he's gotten himself back up to that level. He's playing at the level that you would expect him to play. It hasn't been consistent throughout the entire um, throughout the entire season, uh, but and that unit hasn't been as consistently good as you expect it to be. But the ebb and flow has not been so drastic to where the the valleys are miles away from the peak. And that's what you I would expect from that position. Um so that's you know so I'm not I'm not going to change the standard like you do. <laughs> the, the standard of play for that the standard of play for that room has been set and I think that they're not far off of the standard. I'm, I I got to be again yeah, you got B. I'll get a B plus. I think Fred has 
Fred has played well. Uh, I think that unit as a whole, that group as a whole, has has played well. I mean, you you look at even some of the injuries there in that room, um, and how they've been able to sort of overcome that from that standpoint as well, and still play at a pretty high level. So I I would go B plus. Secondary. Uh, second, this is the hardest one for me because the unit is they've played well as a unit. Secondary is going to always give up plays, and people will pick out every play that happens. You're going to give up a play. It doesn't matter what you do, who you are. You're going to give up a play. Um, but you're doing it, they're doing it without frontline guys. And um, without the frontline guys, so you start off without you without your proven leader and veteran back there in um, Ward. You got a first-year starter uh, in Huff. Um, then you lose E-Man. Gibson comes in, he's starting. And I'll say the standard raised in that room than the previous season. Even um, with Jimmy on the sideline, right? With Jimmy, yeah. that's what I'm saying, with Jimmy on the sideline. So I'm saying you're going through all of these things and the changes and you got different guys in. Yeah, they gave up, gave up some plays. So I, I I'm I'm going to keep them right there with the defense. It's a, it's a it's a it's an above average defense, and I think the secondary has played above average football. Even though, uh, you know, they've had some had some plays given up, but I think they've consistently been better. Um, and I'm I'm gonna give them a B. Give them a B. I, I think the first quarter of the season, I think they were running away with it in terms of the best position group on the team. Yes, without and, and, I, and I probably would have had him at like an A plus. I think you factor in some of the injuries there. Uh, e man goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Mooney Ward uh, obviously goes down. He comes back. Um, you know, little thin at the cornerback position, yeah. and so uh, as a result, but they still have played pretty well. Um, and even you go back to the last game against the Rams. I mean, obviously Cup is going to get his, and he always does against the Rams. But then what else happened, right? I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's pretty much it. So yeah. uh, I will I will stick with a B plus, a B plus there. Okay. Um, special teams. What do we got? Uh-oh, uh, teams haven't been special at all. Teams teams have not been special. Teams I, have not been special. Teams have not been special. I, I mean, I it's I. This is, it's a C unit. There's there's nothing special about the unit, at all. Um, there, I mean, you there's there's no there's no threat. Um, of, I, I don't there's there's no threat of your returner taking it back to the house. There's no threat of um, you know, the big woo lick hit that's about to cause the fumble. They've made some plays here. There, but I, but I mean, there's nothing about the team. Um, it's you know, it 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 ain't the Tony Montana crew. You know, it's just it's just not that vibe. So I, C minus. I would give it a C. I, I agree with you. I mean, nothing stands out. I, I think. I mean, we talk about Ray Ray in the passing game. I think he's given a little bit of something in the return game. Um, but once again, not. I feel Punt has been okay. I mean, Robbie Gold has been nothing really sticks out about this. That's year. what I'm saying. It's been okay. It's, <laughs> it's it's just okay. I mean, if, if we come, if we sit and we think and we try to 
try to you know you know wrestle out a play here and there. You, you, we may be able to come up, but the simple fact that's what I'm saying, nothing jumps out and something has to jump out. It's too important. The way this team is structured, the way this team is built for them to be good, they have to play really good defense and they have to be really good on, on teams. And they're not, it, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's C minus. They, they haven't been close to being really good. On no, they have not in, they have not impacted a game. No. Or, 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 or had, had a, a, a fingerprint on any type of game where you're like, you know what, teams, teams, teams effort. We don't win that game without teams effort tonight. No. Um, no. I, I don't think, I don't think that's, I don't think there's been a game this season in which we could, we could say that. Um, they gave up some stuff early in the season. Um, mm-hmm. if you remember. And so, yeah, I, I don't know that there's a game where they actually impacted it in a positive way. Uh, coaches, let's go to coach, head coach. Um, head coach, head coach right now, D. Ooh, all right. I mean, I think I could look at at least two games. I always, I've always we're, we're closer on this one, so I, I, I will say that we're closer yeah, well, on this one. Yeah, I'm just saying because just for um, just you know, I've, we would talk about this, and I would always say, you know, players, players win games. Players on the field, players are going to win games. It's up to players to get things done. Now. Um, you do coaches are important and you need a coach because at the end of the day, the X's and O's don't move on play on paper. Players have to make a play. Um, and if you're doing exactly what the coach tells you to do and only what the coach tells you when he tells you to do it, it's just enough to get you beat. You got to make a play. Uh, but you also need coaches to put you in the right situations, to make the right adjustments, to point out things that you may have missed or may have forgotten or haven't seen. Um, or haven't had an opportunity because you're you're worried about this 300 pound X or O in front of you and you're not seeing the big picture and you need somebody that has that, you know, that thousand foot view to say, look, this is what's happened. I think I can directly point to times where Kyle got out coached in the in the eight and because you, you need a coach to win two or three games for you with this decisions a season to have a really good year to have a double digit win year i think you can directly look at the season and say in eight games easily twice the other coach just you know he he played better chess the other staff they were better at moving the pieces around and um if i can do that that puts you, you know, that that right there just tells tells me that you hadn't even been average so far. That's where I get. That's where I'm going deep. Yeah, I'm gonna go C minus, and I think there's a lot to what you said there. You talk about the Kansas City game in particular, right, where they just got outclassed. Not even close. Uh, it, it wasn't even close. Uh, the game, like I, I, I can be willing to forgive the Chicago game I can't but you tell me why and I'll tell you why I can't you got basically first year starter on okay. the road in weather okay and you and, and that it, like because I, I I'm a firm believer that if 10 starts that game they win you and I'm I don't think it'll be any different because I saw a you know a proven starter go on the road in rain up in Washington a few years back and I think they they kicked three field goals but they won. But hold on. But I'm saying, but your offense, that was your offense. 
So I'm so I'm I'm saying that you weren't able to do anything. It's not the first time you've played in those type conditions. You knew what the weather report was was going to be. You had the entire off season to get that first year starter prepared and to do certain things. And you still weren't able to put anything on there. So I put that directly on the coaches, not to mention Chicago's horrible. They're that was really a, that's a horrible football they're team. They're really bad. They're really that's bad. That's a horrible, horrible team. So that's one that I, I, so I'm saying that one can't be forgiven. The Denver Broncos are horrible. For me, for me, I can forgive the Chicago game. I can't forgive the Denver game. Yeah, see, so, okay. Um, so, so I'm saying, so Kansas, so for me, and that's why I said I can easily look at two, but Kansas City, Denver, um, you go to Chicago. And Chicago, for me, that's the worst one. I, I know it's tough to win a game on the road, but that was a horrible opponent. And you had nothing. You, you, had, you had nothing. And I'm, and I'm sorry. And we, we continue to go back to the weather with that one. It's not the first time football has been played in the rain. I'm sorry. It's, it's just, it's not. I played in the, do you know how many times I played in the rain in Candlestick? And our office put up 30? It's, it's not the first time. It's not, and, and oh, well, it wasn't raining like that. Well, we played on the rain in, in, in Cleveland and Philly and everything else. You know, it, it, you know, up in the Meadowlands, it's, that's, that, you can't, you can't just shut things down because it rains. I mean, other teams play in weather and they score points. So, Kansas City, City, it's tough for me to put that on Kyle because I had that as a loss anyway. Now, I didn't have them getting outclassed the way they did, but I didn't necessarily have them winning that game. Um, Whether you you win or lose, it's hard to win a football game, period. But you should be able – a good football team and a good coaching staff should be able to remotely adjust – and keep a game close. You know how hard it is to beat a team in the NFL by three, four scores? It's not college. Every well, player, yeah. every player well, on the field is is as good as the other player that they're playing well, yeah, against. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't I didn't have them winning that game, but I also didn't have them getting embarrassed in that yeah, game. So, I, so that's so, so that's what I'm so yeah. when you say you can't put it on coaching, I gotta put some of that on it. I mean, some but, yeah, well, some of that, absolutely. And that's another uh, one where Atlanta, I, say, I think. Out coached. You just let out coached. At Atlanta, I think th- that's on Kyle. So, um, so, so you know what? what? What we're doing. So, even if we're looking at this and we're going through this right now, you've already, because I'm saying like four, you've already got three games where you're saying I can directly point to the coach and say he's the reason that we lost. That's so, right. that's what I'm saying. I don't even see how you give him a seat. I mean, because I was, <laughs> if you remember, like I was on alert. Uh, going into that Atlanta game, right? I was like, be be careful, right? Yeah. Like this team is much better than its record. And I mean, you look at it now. I mean, they're not great by any means, but they're, you know, they're 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 competing for their division, right? Yeah. Um, we're seeing Mariota have some success that maybe he hasn't had before. Um, we're we're seeing their coach get squeeze a lot out of that 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 lemon he's got out there in in, in Atlanta, and so. Um, yeah, how could give him a C minus? Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, I'm saying I don't know how you could give him a C minus, but you're, you're, right. sitting, you're saying you're saying Chicago. Well, whether you gave him an excuse for Chicago, Denver, you won't excuse. I mean, th- three of the four losses. I mean, that's three of the four losses. You are yeah. directly putting on him. Yeah, 
And I can almost put or, or two and a two and a half, I guess, right? Because yeah. I mean, Kansas City that was going to be an L regardless, but I mean, I didn't have them getting smacked silly at home. So, so you, so basically, if he had not come, the team would be, you, you know, they'd have five to six wins. If, if you know what I'm saying, yeah, if, yeah. If you're looking at it, if he hadn't shown up on those days, yeah, I think we agree. This has not been his his finest season. And, and look, I, I know there's been some injuries this, that, or the other, but I, I think, and, and I said this on the pod earlier this year, I I, like, I, I thought he actually, to this point, I, I thought he actually did a better job in 2020, you know, with all the injuries, right, that he yes. dealt with than I've seen him do this season in this first half uh, of 2022. Um, Yeah, I agree. I think he did a better job. A whole lot more competitive, and yeah. the team was right there knocking on the door. Um you know, for, for a play. I mean, they had opportunities where they were right there knocking on the door um, for a, a playoff position. And, and you look at where they are right now. I mean, they're, look, they're still in it. Don't get me wrong, but oh yeah, yeah they yeah. just have not, they have not, they've looked like an average team through yeah, through the first half the and, first so, half. and uh, hopefully, yeah. So that that's, that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. So those are our grades, right? To recap for you, a quarterback, we both get it a C. Running back, ED goes C minus, I go C. Wide receiver, he goes B, I go B minus. O-line, he goes C, I go C minus. Tight end, ED goes D, I go B. Defensive line, ED goes B plus, BB, and I give it a B plus all the way around. Uh, D-line, linebacker, second, secondary, that is. And then on special teams, he goes C minus, I go C. And coaching, uh, he goes D, I go C minus. Uh, yeah, he's. I may have to change. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's that might be a little too uh, gracious on my part. Yeah, we'll leave that. The head coach is dra- is dragging down the score. That's we, that's we what will, it is. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 leave we'll leave that there. This is the Believe in Forty Nineers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. It'll be the Niners. And the Chargers coming off the bye, right? Starting the the mm-hmm. unofficial start to the second half of the season. Now you got nine games down the stretch. If you're the Niners, you got a Sunday night game at the house uh, against the Los Angeles Chargers. I believe it was Sunday night last year where they played the Colts. Was that coming off a bye? That may not have been coming off a bye. Don't 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 quote me on that one. Uh, but regardless of the case, uh, this is a Chargers team that is coming off a pretty impressive win, right? They beat a team on the road that you lost to if you're the Niners, Atlanta, and they did so without their top two wide receivers. Uh, No Mike Williams and uh, no Keenan Allen in that Mm -hmm. game. And a quarterback playing with uh, some some busted ribs uh, in Justin Herbert. Uh, He got hurt earlier in the season. He's just kind of been trying to muscle his way through that. And so you look at this Charger team, uh, Brandon Staley has a track record as in his short time now as a head coach as being someone who's going to gamble with those fourth downs. So if you're the yeah. Niners, you got to be prepared defensively to to go out there and and stop them on four downs, not necessarily uh, forcing those three and outs unless you can get to the quarterback and, and force some fourth and long situations. So you got that thing going for you. When you look at the quarterback position, Herbert, uh, you know, you're talking about a guy who, even though he's injured right now and he's playing or playing hurt right now, he's still amongst uh, one of the top quarterbacks uh, in the entire league in ascending, uh, if you will. Not sure what the status is going to be of those wide receivers going in. Uh, Josh Palmer, who who is talented in his own right, he stepped up and had a good game for them at the wide receiver position on 
uh, on Sunday in Atlanta. You got a running back in Austin Eckler, who uh, for all the fantasy heads out there, you know, he's a guy who who can, you know, get you a bunch of fantasy points, uh, whether it's in the receiving game or whether it's on the ground and, and finds ways seemingly every week to get into the end zone for scores. Uh, an offensive line that is missing hit its best player in Rashawn Slater uh, at left tackle. And so I, I think you can you can get to Herbert. We saw the Denver Broncos get to Herbert on a Monday night mm-hmm. earlier this mm-hmm. year. Uh, if you're the Niners, you got to be licking your chops at the opportunity to be able to do that. And quite frankly, look, you got, you're got going after a quarterback who's not right, right? He's not right, but he's the best option that they have at this particular time. Uh, defensively, you got to watch out for Khalil Mack. Uh, that is imperative. He is having um, a fantastic season, maybe even a throwback season, if you will. Yeah. Um, kind of quiet, you know, last season against our last season with the Bears, but he is he certainly had somewhat of a resurgence. And when you get him and Bosa, the bigger Bosa in there on opposite sides, that creates a ton of havoc. Big Bosa's been out of the lineup. He's been hurt, been banged up. Uh, so, Ed, you look at this this Chargers team, and and a guy in Brandon Staley who came from Sean McVay, spent one year as a defensive coordinator. Uh, this is a team that is awful against the run. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan likes to run. And he's got yep. a brand new toy to, to play with. Uh, and it looks like Elijah Mitchell should be coming back too. Uh, if, if Jimmy shouldn't throw it more than 20 times in this one. <laughs> see, see, this one, see, see, people, now, you guys, he always comes to me and like ED's keys to the game. No, these are going to be Rashawn keys to the game. Oh, no, no, no. This is, no, this no, is your no. segment, keep, brother. Keep going. No, well, no, no, no. Well, this is, but but like you say, we try to keep it real. This is a, you know, this team in and out. I know We're the Chargers. Here. Yeah. You know the Chargers. And you, like you say, and I'm, I'm sitting here and you keep doing what you're doing because I agree with you on it. Like you say, they're not great against the run. You got to be able to run the ball this game. You 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 got you got your if Mitchell comes back, um, if whenever he gets if if whoever's in, in dressed in a, in a running back uniform and 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 they're listed, uh, um, you know as active, they should get the ball in their hands this game. You make them tackle you. That is that you that's the Chargers have not shown that they can stop the run, so you make them tackle you in that situation. I absolutely agree. Flipping over to the other side, you gotta you gotta, you know, I mean, you got cracked ribs. The quarterback's healing. He's not 100%. Uh, he's muffling through it. The offensive line does not protect him well. One of, we already talked about the strength of this team is his def- is the defensive line. <laughs> Young fellas, go eat. Go eat. You should, you should be pressuring. This is one of those games where your front has to get to the quarterback. I would expect to see um, some linebacker pressures in there as well. I, 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 Fred Warner is going to get some hits on the quarterback this game. I, I think you you make them beat you down the field. You you put your you you make your DBs have to cover because you got to go after this quarterback and you have to hit him. Oh, that's all the stuff you've been saying. Keep going. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm hopefully we we'll see some, we'll see some Huff too. Maybe Huff will get back there in, in the backfield and, and start doing yep. those things. Um, yep. I think the running game has to be. The running game has to be there. You got you got to pack your running game. Look, you got to. I mean, we talk about this all the time. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be flashy. I mean, you muck it up, you know. But you you your running backs need to come to play. Your old line needs to come to play because this is a team that for this is this is who they've been under this coach. Awful against the run, and that's with an All Pro in Derwin James 
uh, man in yes. that secondary there, right? Yeah. Like you don't want to be in a position where you you're you're dropping ten back and you're you're leaving possibilities or opportunities for Derwin James to have an impact on this game, uh, whether he's coming in and, and crashing down uh, on the quarterback or, or whether he's making a play out there in, in center field. You know, he he plays that he he plays all over, similar to to to, to Huff. Um, and, yes, and so. And let so, me jump in right here on this while we're we're we're, we're ping ponging here these keys um, with the run. Kyle's offense has been at its best, and I know I used to run you crazy when I would say this because you'd be like, "They're only averaging two yards." I'm like, "But he's committed to the run, to the run. and as long as he's committed to the run defensively." You have to be committed to stopping that run, which opens up all the opportunities for Jimmy. That's when Jimmy was at his best. He's been at his best when they are running the ball, you know, 30 plus times. And, and he's going to make, this is one of those games where you need to do that. I think we both agree in that where you got to get back to that. You have a running back in Christian McCaffrey that can do some damage. You got to make certain that you utilize that new tool that you have in the box. You make them have to tackle them. You take their some of their playmakers in space, the Durham James, as you were mentioning. You take you take that playmaker out. Uh, you you know you don't allow him to come back and roam and make plays down the field because he has to be committed to stopping the run if you are committed to running it. So that I think that's a major major key going into this game and uh, and hopefully hopefully Kyle. Um, finally listens to us on the yeah pod. Kyle come on man like, give us a listen huh subscribe rate review Kyle you 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 hears you hears you know we out there Kyle 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 Shanahan Some, somebody tell him like, uh, those are Ed's keys here on the Blue I know he hadn't listened yet because like he probably called me <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna call me <laughs> this is the those are Ed's keys here on the Blue Forty Nineers podcast it'll be the Niners and the Chargers. Uh, 5.20 p.m. local time on NBC. Uh, Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, Melissa Stark on the call if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, and it'll be Sunday Night Football, prime time for the Niners coming out the bye. Uh, so that's going to be huge. And, and hopefully start off the second half of the season with yes. a bang. So from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast. Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. located wherever you find your podcast. Hit us up on social media. I'm at rhaylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at watchrayray. He is at ed25. Niners, Chargers, Sunday night. We'll be back to break this thing down next week. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.